the Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now on that same day when Jesus had appeared to Mary Magdalene, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you were walk along? They stood still looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, what things? They replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then Jesus said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking with us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Have you taken any walks lately? If you are quarantined at home, your properly distant walk outside in fresh air is a welcome change from being inside, and it may be a bit healthier than the frequent walks to the refrigerator. If you are working in a hospital or a healthcare center, you are walking long hallways all day long with the purpose of caring for others. If you are an essential worker, you may be walking the aisles of stores, stocking shelves, so the rest of us can have the goods we need, or you're walking countless other paths. Good things, important things, can happen while we're walking. Today's account from Luke's Gospel describes a very special walk that occurred on the first Easter day. Two of Jesus' followers, Cleopas and one other, were walking probably trudging from Jerusalem to Emmaus about a seven-mile journey. Disheartened, 
They were talking about the terrible events of the last three days. Then the risen Jesus came near them and walked with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. Maybe they had too much grief in their eyes. Jesus asked them what they were talking about. Cleopas was amazed that this stranger didn't know what had happened. They stopped walking and stood still, looking sad. And then they talked about their friend and leader, Jesus, and his mighty deeds and his crucifixion. They said, but we had hoped he was the one. They told the stranger about the reports of the women, that the tomb was empty, and the angels told them Jesus was alive, but they hadn't seen him. And then the risen Jesus, walking beside them but still not revealing himself, explained everything to them, explained the scriptures which had prophesied that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise. When they reached Emmaus, they invited Jesus to stay with them, Having dinner together, gathered around the table, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Just as he had done at the Last Supper, just as he had done when he fed the 5,000, and in the breaking of the bread, their eyes were opened. They knew it was Jesus, risen from the dead. Jesus vanished, which must have been pretty amazing, and they remembered how their hearts burned within them when he explained the scriptures to them. They immediately walked all the way back to Jerusalem to tell the others that Jesus really was alive, and what a different, joyful walk that must have been. Good things, important things, can happen while we're walking. Even if we don't understand what's happening, even if the walk is lonely, even if our hopes have been dashed, Even if we're walking six feet apart and wearing a mask and the world seems imperiled, because the risen Lord is walking with us, even when we're not aware of him. Frederick Buechner described it this way, I believe that although the two disciples did not recognize Jesus on the road to Emmaus, Jesus recognized them. He saw them as if they were the only two people in the world. He also sees each of us like that. Good things, important things, can happen while we're walking, even in times of fear and doubt, because the Lord sees us and walks with us. I have been inspired by the story of someone walking this week. Perhaps you have too. It was brought to my attention by my Scots husband. Thank you very much, Philip. It's the story of Captain Tom Moore, a 99-year-old English World War II veteran. As he approached his 100th birthday, which will be this Thursday, his daughters proposed an idea to him. Since they couldn't have a party for him because of the virus, what if he walked 100 laps around his garden, about 25 yards per lap, in the days leading up to his milestone birthday? And in honor of his walk, his family would pledge 100 pounds, that's about $125, to a charity. Well, he said yes, and they settled on the National Health Service, the NHS, which was working so hard to help those with COVID-19. Captain Tom, as he is known, 
was very grateful to the workers of the NHS who had helped him when he had cancer and again when he broke his hip. So he was eager to do any small thing he could do to support them. And then the family said, well, why not put the word out also to extended family and friends and have a larger goal of a thousand pounds. They started a Just Giving online fundraising page and somehow his story started capturing hearts and imaginations. He was quite surprised when 1,000 pounds was raised in the first 24 hours and absolutely amazed when the total reached 1 million pounds a few days later. In an interview, Captain Tom said, in the last war, it was soldiers in uniform on the front line. This time, our army wears doctors' and nurses' uniforms. They're putting themselves in mortal danger, doing their duty for the whole nation. They are at war with the invisible enemy. We are their backup, and we must supply them with everything they need to do their job properly because they are doing it so bravely. Captain Tom, we resonate with that here at home, too. On April 16th, he set out with the help of his walker to complete the 100th lap, looking dapper in his Navy blazer, complete with his service medals. The way was lined with soldiers now serving in his former regiment, standing at attention, saluting him as he passed. When he reached the finish line, Moore told reporters, I feel fine, and I hope you are feeling fine too. Later he said, You've all got to remember that we will get through this. In the end, it will be all right. For all those people finding it difficult at the moment, the sun will shine on you again and the clouds will go away. As he finished his 100th lap, he had raised 15 million pounds. The total continues to rise. I checked this morning and I found that 1,360,477 people have donated 28,979,161 million pounds. That's about $36 million. And then this 99-year-old received another invitation which was utterly surprising to him, and so he has released a song with well-known musicians from the UK. It features his spoken introduction to the hymn, You'll Never Walk Alone, saying, Hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. It went straight to number one on UK's top 40 chart, also to support the NHS. He said, my grandchildren can't believe I'm a chart topper. We're in this together, and this just proves that you'll never walk alone. If we could see clearly through the eyes of faith, I think we would see the Lord walking beside Captain Tom Moore on all 100 laps, seeing him, seeing him use what he had been given, just a walker, a grateful heart, and daughters with an idea, which doesn't necessarily sound like all that much, but this is the Lord we're talking about, and blessing what was offered, blessing it beyond all human expectations. While I don't know how the Lord is calling you in this time of epidemic, I believe the Lord is calling each of us to do something, whatever we can, according to the gifts we have been given. So, 
Let's take a walk with Jesus. Tell him all the truth about our lives, about our joys, our sorrows, our strengths, about our fears and our hopes. And if you aren't on the front lines or an essential worker with a clear purpose right now, ask him to show you your part in healing the hurt of maybe just one other person. Maybe you're already doing it. Maybe the Lord has something more in mind for you. Your prayer might be something like this. Lord, the virus is looming so large, it seems overwhelming. What can I offer that will make a difference? What have you given me? What have you planted within me that I can give back to my neighbor to make a difference? Lord, help me see what I can do, no matter how small it seems to me, and help me put it out there for you to use and grow and bless for the healing of your world. A 99-year-old is walking in England, and our children at St. Philip the Deacon are sending cards to give delight to homebound people, so apparently age is not a deterrent to being a blessing during pandemic. Some of you are making masks and donating them. A lot of you are working so hard at distance learning. Some of you are making extra donations for food, knowing more people than ever are in need. Some are just checking on your neighbors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My friends, how is God using you? And how would God like to use you? However you answer that, know that our risen Lord sees you and walks with you and will bless whatever you offer for the healing of the world or your corner of it. In the name of Jesus, amen.